49ers trying to add to their lead. Purdy fires over the middle. Touchdown, McCaffrey. From the 30, Lamar Jackson got out of a would-be sack. Keeps it alive and flings it in the air. It is thrown in by Likely at the 5. Isaiah Likely goes up between Darius Williams and Andrew Wingard <laughs> and makes a spectacular catch. We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. A Ravens 49ers cannot wait for that. Monday night football, Christmas night, the two best teams in the NFL. It's going to be great football. I hope. Here's the thing. I just worry. Like I think we've that one will I think so too. But you never know. Yeah, I just. Know that's why I always want to put in the. I hope. All right. Real quick. You did your power rankings. Anybody that missed it, quickly run through your uh, your top ten for us, and then Tristan will go. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, the Browns at number ten. Good defense. Joe Flacco finding some magic. I'm going to go with the Lions at number nine. Big win. Won me a bunch of money. Sam Laporta coming out party. Four touchdowns. Bengals number eight. Jake Browning. Better than Joe Burrow? Question mark? Oh, stop it. Kidding. Stop um, it. But no, I mean, they're they're playing pretty good football right now, obviously. Uh, Dolphins, number seven. Dolphins need a quality win, but that offense, just some injuries, though. Cowboys, we got to drop them to number six. Win a game on the road, you frauds. Number five, here come my Buffalo Bills. Say it ain't so, Josh Allen. We're taking the ball out of your hands, and we're giving it to James Cook. Eagles, number four. We're not going to drop them off too much. We don't want to be the hot take artists around here. Chiefs, number three. It's Mahomes. It's Reed. It's magic. Number two, we like the Baltimore Ravens. They could be number one if they beat this team on Christmas night. The San Francisco 49ers, like you said, Christmas night. Meemaw, piss off. In-laws, <laughs> get the hell out of the kitchen. Everybody, actually, get Why into would the they kitchen. Get out right, of the kitchen. Get into the kitchen and whip me up a sandwich and maybe some <laughs> leftover turkey because we're watching the you two best teams. You eat turkey on Christmas? Oh, yeah. We're watching the two best teams in all of football. You eat turkey on it. Thanksgiving and Christmas? Yeah, I like turkey. Nobody else eats it on Christmas. My mom gets it specifically for me because it's my favorite. That's a little nugget that we just got there. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Especially with all the other meat you're going to be she's eating up in me. Chicago. Oh, she's, wow, pause. Hey, yeah. oh, she's hey. called me four <laughs> times just today to remind me that I got my own turkey breast. Your whole, well, oh, not a whole turkey. Just a whole. Should have given you a whole Is it turkey. A breast or just a turkey? I only eat the breast. Nice. Yeah, so <laughs> just the breast for me, baby. <laughs> There's. Only white meat for Ryan. <laughs> With it, when it comes to his turkey, well, dark true. meat everywhere else. Niners, number one. Ravens, number <laughs> two. Does that change next week? We'll tell you all about it Monday, and I'll see you guys Ryan, then. Ryan will be yeah. the kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, no, you won't be here Monday. Ryan will be the kind of guy where the Ravens beat the Niners, and the Niners are still the number one in the power rankings. <laughs> Maybe. Depends on how the game goes. Good chance. Yeah. Depends on how the game goes. All right, Trista, what are your, what's your top ten? All right, let's start with ten. This one's controversial. I thought about putting the Browns in here, but I just didn't. Oh, I see it on the screen. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I thought C.J. Stroud was back, but and so that ch- kind of changes the complexion of this breakdown. But I just really like this Texans team. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm in love. <laughs> Uh, but Houston, sixth best defense in the NFL against the run. That means Flacco in this game is going to have to throw 50 times again, which means 
good things for us on the Joe Flacco attempts. Uh, their kickoff returns are fifth in the NFL right now. They're getting good field position, position, so I like their special teams a lot. But more importantly, they're fourth in the NFL in turnover differential at plus eight. So when they get turnovers, we've seen this game after game after game, they win those games. They have 20 interceptions and fumble recoveries this season. The Titans win, I feel like, was really big for them. That was gritty. They looked dead and, and lost pretty much the entire game. And no, even with a backup quarterback, they come back in and they win that thing outright. So I like the Texans at 10. Uh, I think if C.J. Stroud is completely healthy, I probably feel more confident with them there. But moving on, we go to the number nine spot, and that's the Bengals. It's very, it's very obvious that the Vikings should not have cut Jake Browning multiple times. Like, the amount of shade thrown his direction. He said he was waiting in his hotel for like four hours. They didn't know if he was going to be cut or not. Had to find out on social media. Uh, but the Bengals offensively have been looking really good. They have the third best offense in the NFL in the Jake Browning era. Like you said, Ryan, that's where, where the whispers of how much of a drop-off is there yeah. from Joe Burrow to Jake Browning. Since 1950, when the NFL started tracking it, only one quarterback has had 1,000-plus yards and a 75% completion percentage in his first four starts, and that is our man, Jake Browning. Uh, and I think the defense has been much better, too. We banged on the defense in the beginning of the year without Jesse Bates, but they've actually been playing pretty damn well. They forced... Nine turnovers inside the 25. That is leading in the NFL. Jamar Chase, I'm a little worried about him. Uh, separating shoulder in, in that loss. Boyd and Higgins is going to have to pick things up. T hasn't been himself. Gets into the end zone last week, just like you called it. And we know Chase Brown and Joe Mixon have been leading the way. Mm -hmm. uh, so I like this. If they, if they beat the hell out of the Steelers, I think we have to boost them up even more. I would not be surprised if this team made a run at all. Uh, Eagles, I drop them down to eight. Because I am that kind of person. I am that three loss. Three losses means you have to get out of the top five for me. Damn, eight? Eight. 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 Great. Eight. I mean, I can't put them ahead of the Cowboys. Can I? Can I put the Eagles in front of the Cowboys when they just lost by 20-something? The I, answer is no, Trista. I cannot. And no, I don't, you cannot. And I don't think the Cowboys are a top-five team either, so I have to put them right below. So I basically started at 1 instead of starting at 10 when I made my list. And Cowboys got to 7, and I'm like, I had Eagles above. And I'm like, well, I can't really put the Eagles above the Cowboys. Switching coordinators in, uh, defensively has not helped them. Matt Patricia, I don't like him at all. I think the Shane Steichen, Jonathan Gannon departures have definitely hurt them. I think we're at to, to an all-time sentiment low. So maybe it's me that's getting caught in in this like, you know, right now that I feel like the three losses is is, is the only thing that matters. But when there's a coaching issue in Philly, you know, Quez Watkins, why is he getting so many targets? Why isn't A.J. Brown as much involved in the offense? Like, why is DeAndre Swift so bad? It just doesn't feel like it's working right now. Well, he came through yesterday, though. Came through yesterday. Yeah, so we had that. <laughs> this is the Eagles in one stat. They've had the ball late in the fourth quarter with the chance to run out the clock 13 times this year, and they've only done it twice. This is a trap game against the Giants who love nothing more than to sucker punch the Eagles and be spoiler. Saquon, I think, could run it down their throats. The run defense has been way worse. You talked about that earlier, mm -hmm. Nick. So Eagles, eight. Cowboys are who I thought that they were. They're frauds. I knew that they would get their doors blown out. That was before the, the stomach bug. They were going to lose the Bills regardless. We talked about it all last week. They lead the league in scoring and scoring margin at home, which is why they're 7-0. and 
And on the road, they're a negative four, which is why they're three and four. Like Dan Quinn's uh, defense is 13th in rush EPA and 32nd in rush success. Uh, this is just like a problem. I don't know how they got carved up so bad by the Bills running game. Uh, I just don't get it. This is just not a team that I can trust against good teams. Uh, I can trust them against bad teams, and that's why they're in the seventh spot. Another, This is going to be another one that Ryan probably doesn't love. Chiefs at six. Best pass rush in the NFL, though. Sacking the quarterback, 8.8% on dropbacks. I like Rasheed Rice. We talked about him earlier in the show. Third straight game, third straight big game. 81% catch rate for Rasheed Rice. That's the best uh, for a rookie wide receiver ever in the NFL. He's like the only guy that they have, though. It's just him and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. That's like really <laughs> it. We have another Kadarius Tony drop for an interception. This man can't be on the team next year. Sky Moore goes he to the IR. should be on the team the rest of this year. Might, Mahomes might be done with him. Yeah. yeah. Sky Moore goes to IR. So it's the Pacheco show. Hopefully he comes back. It's just going to be the defense that has to lead the way. And I think Pat Mahomes is a little fed up. Lions. Lions go to five. I know I love this Lions team like it's my like son. They are they are like the most potent offense to me. When they are hot, they are so hot. I know on the road they're terrible. But indoors in Detroit, yeah. they're incredible. They use five wide over 70% of the time on offense. They're just so damn fun. I love Jameer Gibbs. I love David Montgomery. He's running down your throat. I love Sam Laporta. I took him in Fantasy Dynasty. He's awesome. Like, you got Amon Ross St. Brown. You got so many damn weapons. They average the third most points of any offense in the league for a reason. Uh, so, yeah, I really like the Lions. Are they, like, a real contender? I don't think so, but I only think there's only a few. Dolphins are four. Four and one. They never should have lost to Tennessee. The injuries are the reason that I feel so suspicious on them. Again, paper tiger syndrome as well. Uh, but, yeah, you lose the best center in football. You lose Tyree Kill. You lose guys on your secondary. That's certainly concerning. But you do beat a very tough Jets defense by 30. That was a massive, massive game for me in the power rankings. Jalen Ramsey is a beast. He's been awesome. He's allowed an opponent passer rating of 22.4 on 1.6 catches and 22 yards per game on the wide receivers that he's covered. So it's been awesome. He's been one of the best uh, corners in the league so far this year. Bills go to three. It's just, to me, like, who they've beaten. Like, you beat the hell out of the Cowboys. Like, that's a massive win. You beat up on the Chiefs. Like, that's a massive win. And and the offense has been so much better since they fired their offensive coordinator. And to me, it's all about turnovers for this team. When they lose, they're minus 8 in turnover uh, differential, 20th in the league. When they win, they're plus 11, which is 4th in the NFL. Uh, and like you said, Ryan, they don't need Josh Allen to do everything. Yeah. James Cook has been cooking. Uh, and they're now number three in DVOA, rushing the ball really well. And this is an, a nightmare scenario. They go 11-6 and six and, and still not make, the, not make the playoffs if the Bengals, Colts, and Jags went out. So I like the Bills. Hope that they get in the playoffs. Hope they make a deep run. Number two is the Ravens. They could be 9-0 they could be nine and, nine and oh in their last nine, really. They're the number one defense in the NFL, losing Keaton Mitchell Hurts. They've just been hit with the injury bug, but they still continue to win games. They still persist. Offensively, they look much better under Todd Munkin. Lamar really deserves MVP looks. If he wins this weekend, he will be the leader in the clubhouse there. And then the Niners are just the best team in football. Like, they just are. I don't know how you stop them. There's just every time you stop one, there's another one 
popping up like whack-a-mole. If it's <laughs> not Debo, it's Ayuk. If it's not Ayuk, it's Christian McCaffrey. If it's not Christian McCaffrey, maybe it's Kyle Juszczyk. You know, maybe it's Brock Purdy. And, like, Brock Purdy stat, the Niners have the second most passing yards despite being last place in the NFL at passing attempts. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. Another stat for you, Niners kicker Jake Moody has hit an NFL record of 53 straight extra points since they moved the, it back in 2015. These are the things that win champions, championships. If they are healthy, they are winning the Super Bowl, and they're going to be the out of anyone else they face. I love the 49ers so much. Spoiler alert, I think we're all going to have the same top two. Have to. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think that's probably going to be safe to say. Niners top two, not two. And remember, let me just point out, we, the, the, the conspiracy theory that we've seen the last three years, the colors of the Super Bowl logo mm-hmm. have been the colors of the teams playing in that game. Just saying, it's red and purple this year. Hmm. And I don't think it's going to be Chiefs and Vikings. So, could be Chiefs, but it definitely isn't going to be the Vikings. So, all right. My number 10, Bengals. Jake Browning. I'm I'm in. I'm in on this. At first, it seemed like a fluke, but I'm watching a guy that looks like just an improved quarterback in a great system. Three fourth-quarter touchdowns in that comeback win. I mean, he keeps throwing for over 300 yards. They've won three straight. Three of his four starts on top of that. He also had 184 passing yards and two touchdowns in the fourth quarter just alone against the Vikings. The best part was, I mean, we've talked about it obviously already, but dude got cut by the Vikings. Like, it's just good for him. Good for him to have that extra motivation and then to say after the game, yeah, there was extra motivation. I just didn't want to say it before. Yeah, and you know what? That's the right thing to do. Don't say a word, and then when you win, you let your actions do the talking. Number nine is the Browns. I'm still in on Joe Flacco. I know he threw three picks, but the guy's been in the offense for like two weeks, and he's not a rocket scientist, so he's not going to learn it as fast. That's just the way that it's going to work. But that offensive line is getting banged up right now in Cleveland, and that's kind of been one of the problems, but they also have a lot of depth. They have already survived a lot of injuries, which is really kind of a testament to the coaching and that depth that they have because of all the injuries that they've dealt with this year. They've actually forced more three and outs than any other defense in the NFL, and they did it eight times against the Bears. If you limit offenses and get them off the field quickly like that and you know, don't allow them to literally score any points, that's kind of a big deal. So that's a really important thing for that defense. Now here we are at number eight. Trista, I'm with you. Put the Eagles in at number eight. Mm-hmm. This Damn. team is trash now. They have been thrown up all over themselves week after week. I mentioned it earlier. That run defense, technically, they're still seventh overall in the NFL. They're 24th over the last three weeks. They're allowing almost 130 yards a game on the ground. Now, the benefit for Philadelphia, obviously is that light schedule. The Giants twice, one with the Cardinals. They could lose one of those games to the Giants because anybody that's watched an NFC East game before, and everybody has, they get weird. They get fluky. But they should win all three of those games. But it'll tell us what the Eagles are once we get towards the playoffs. If they win those games and they look strong, okay, then you say they did what they were supposed to do. They beat bad teams. Here we go into the playoffs. I feel a little bit better about them. But... If they struggle at all, and offensively they look slow, or Jalen Hurts turning the ball over, or they're inconsistent, A.J. Brown's not getting involved, that's when you know you got a problem. That's when you know that Philadelphia, even if they win all three of them, if they don't look strong, if they don't look like a team that's a, tr- a true contender, then we know that that Super Bowl hangover was a delayed hangover that didn't happen in the morning. Oh, it happened later in the day. 
And that's what my wife gets. She gets those. I get those, too. Yeah. It's usually because I'm still drunk when I well, wake that, up. Well, that's usually a way to do it. Yeah, a little hair of the dog also helps if you want. Hours, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's You're still awesome. good. I just keep, yeah, party just going, keep going at yeah, that point. Yeah, so yeah. that's what the Eagles need. They need a little hair of the dog right now because yeah. this team, the you know what it might be? It might be just going for Dude, just tush-push on every it. single play. Yeah. That's their hair of the dog, every single play. Dude. They have a 50% success rate on third and fourth downs, best in the NFL because of the tush-push. That's a big reason why. Now, normally they're doing it on Cheating. fourth down. Hey, you know what? That may be all they do. Just keep pushing them, keep pushing them. All right, the last seven for me coming up. We'll wrap it up as well. It's BetMGM tonight. Celtics up 40-30, to 30, by the way, on the Warriors without Jason Tatum. Don't see him out there.